Before I start today, I just wanted to say that today is a very special episode for me. I know that a lot of podcasts get really excited when they hit 100 episodes or in daily podcasts, I know people get excited when they hit 1,000 episodes. For me, this is my 32nd episode and that means I've done one whole month of podcasting. It hasn't always been easy, but it's always been fun. And here's to many more episodes coming in the future. My name's Allie, and you're listening to Resolutionary, a podcast documenting the progress of my New Year's resolutions. Today is Friday, February 1st, 2019. Resolution. By the end of 2019, be giving 10% of my income to charity, be saving 10% for retirement, and cash flow major expenses throughout the year. So last week, my goal was to spend $10 or less on takeout coffee. So... Now that I'm looking at my budget and what I spent last week, I'm not sure. I think I should have specified this a little bit more clearly. So I did spend money on coffee at the Botanical Gardens last weekend when my partner and I went. I wouldn't necessarily call that coffee money. It was more like date money, if that makes sense. For me, coffee is those everyday little purchases when you're going to work or coming home from work and you just pick up a cup of coffee. For me, I would put dates and date-related expenses in another category outside of that because those do happen, but they don't come up that often. Anyway, so I'll give you both sets of numbers with the date included and without the date included. So if I'm including the coffee and snacks that I bought while we were on our date, I would count the total at $20.50. However, just me, myself, and my going to and from work, I spent $8.50, which I'm happy with. I know I could have spent less, and that also doesn't include little takeout food things that I bought during the week. Takeout food is another area that I really struggle with and is something I'm hoping to focus on in my next budget. For the month of February, I'm going to try something a little bit different for my goal. My goal is to not buy any takeout coffee other than the one that I bought today. (laughs) So I'm going to rephrase that. My goal is to buy no more takeout coffee as I bought one coffee today. This doesn't include if I'm out on a date or if I'm with somebody else, like in a social setting. Because I do go for coffee a fair bit when I'm being social. It has been so cold that I haven't really left the house when I come in after work. But I want to make sure that I still have those social aspects because living at home, I don't really feel super comfortable inviting people over and having tea or coffee at my place. So I do spend a little bit on those social interactions. But February, I am not going to buy coffee. I have already set myself up at work and sometime this week I'm going to take a picture and show you guys what my coffee setup at work looks like. Let's get into how to budget. There's a lot of misconceptions about this topic that hopefully I can clear up for you. One of them being that it's hard. It's not actually that hard to budget. There's a few things you have to know on the outset. It does require a little digging into your bank account to figure out exactly how much stuff costs. 
Another misconception that people have about budgets is that you do them on the first of the month and then that's it. You just don't have to think about it for the rest of the month. And that is completely false. I edit and revise my budget daily, sometimes weekly, if expenses come up that I haven't thought of. So I'll take a little bit from one category and put it in another category. Birthdays are a great example of this. I often forget that it's somebody's birthday and that I should be buying a gift for them. So I'll go on my budget and I'll be like, oh, you know, maybe I could spend a little bit less on this category. And then I'll take the money that I saved from that category and put it towards a birthday present. Lastly, I'll talk about another misconception people have with budgeting. And that is that you need some kind of fancy tool that will cost you money to do it. This is completely untrue. You can budget with a pen and a piece of paper. You can budget on your phone. You can do Google Sheets or an Excel spreadsheet. Or like me, you can download a free app. It doesn't have to be expensive to budget and it doesn't have to be complicated. The best thing to do is find a system that works for you. So now that I've dispelled the reasons why budgeting is too hard or too complicated, I want to go over very briefly how I go about doing my budget. Now, I don't feel super comfortable sharing my financial numbers, but I do want to talk about my general process. So the first thing that I do when I budget is I figure out how much I'm going to get paid. I know that sounds really simple, but if I ask you wouldn't be able to say how much your last paycheck was. So this is really, really important because your income is going to be the basis of your budget. You can't budget with money that you don't have. You might also not know how much you're gonna make every week or even bi-weekly. I've worked a lot of part-time jobs. Right now I work part-time, but it's part-time regular. So after the next paycheck that I get, I'll know exactly how much I'm gonna be making all the time, every week. But if you're working part-time, your hours vary, etc., don't worry, you can still budget. What I would do is start off with a low-ball estimate of how much you're gonna make. So if you don't know how much you're gonna make every month and you're gonna estimate, this is what I do. It might not work for you, but it worked well for me in the past. So what I do is let's say I make $14.40 an hour. I will round that down to $14 and then I'll times it by the amount of hours that I have for that week. So let's say it's 20 hours. I'll do that calculation. So in this case, I got $280. And then from here, I'd round it down further. So in my budget, I would probably put that I'm expecting to make $210. I know this seems quite a bit of a drop, but it usually works out for me. And I'm sure there's some way that you can calculate exactly how much you're going to make or how much taxes will be deducted. But for quick and easy way, this is what I do and what I did in the past. Something else you can also do is take a look at the lowest amount that you've been paid in the past little while and use that as a basis for your income. And then when you actually get paid, just adjust it from there. Anyways, so now you have your income and you're going to put that at the top. Your goal now that you have your income is to get to zero. So to do that, you take a look at your expenses for the month. 
what I like to do is take my set in stone expenses. So these are things that are not going to change, things that have to absolutely get paid. Yours might be different from mine, but things on my list include phone, bus pass to get to and from work, and if I need to this if I needed to in a month, um pay for pet food or pay for medication or personal hygiene items, things like that. Those to me are my core expenses. Some people also like to throw in a certain baseline amount for food. I tend to spend a lot of money on food, whether that's takeout or groceries. So I know that that's probably going to be where I get the most carried away. So I'm not too worried about getting carried away with something else and then not having enough money for food. I always have enough money, too much money for this area. But if you felt like you were really tight with your budget, you could throw in your basic bare bones food budget as well. Also in this mandatory expense section, I would put the minimums for all of your debt payments if it applied. So credit card minimum payments, student loans, things like that. Then what I do is take my income and I subtract all of my core or absolutely 110% necessary expenses. And then what's left is what I can use for other things. So what's left from that, I can save, I can give, I can buy something, I could buy clothes, things like that. But I always work for my income, then my main expenses, and then sort of discretionary spending. For a long time, I used to think that that was the end of my budgeting. You know, I have my income, I have what I want to spend my money on, and then hope that that happens. But in being really intentional and paying off all my student loans, what I really learned is that you have to track every single transaction that you make this month. Whether you want to do that on paper, whether you want to do that in your spreadsheet, you just have to do it because otherwise it's going to happen is you're going to spend $20 at a convenience store or do stupid things because you think you have the money to do it. Also something that's very, very important after you put your core expenses and after you do your other discretionary expenses is to get your budget to zero. And you might be like, well, I want to save some money. Good. Write that in your budget that you want to save X amount this month and make it so that when you take your income and you minus all of your expenses, you're left with zero. This is really important because you want to make sure that one, you're spending money in the area that you should spend it. And two, that you're allocating all of your money in the month. I know it seems counterintuitive if you're like, well, you know, I want to save money, so I'm just going to not write that on the list. But what I find is that if you're trying to save $200 and then you don't take it out of your budget, that $200 is going to quickly get eaten up by something else. So the main takeaway that I would like you to get from this is that a budget is all your income or estimated income at the top. Then you subtract all of your core expenses, so like subscriptions, health, maybe even a little bit of money towards food. 
Then you take what's left and you spend that on discretionary items and savings and anything else. You can also use your leftover money as I did to pay down your debt. So apply extra money to your student loan or credit card payment. So I will admit that I have not saved any money for retirement this month and that I'm actually not going to be. As I've kind of alluded to before, my work situation isn't the most stable and I've done a lot of thinking about what I should do. I do have an emergency fund, but if I don't get a job or if my contract isn't renewed, I don't really know what's going to happen. Will it be months without work? Weeks? I'm just not sure. So what I've decided to do in the meantime is to take that money and just to save it for now. So not put it in a locked away account, but put it in with the rest of my emergency fund where I can access it if needed. For the month of February, my goal will be to save money with my ultimate goal being to save $800, which would include the $200 that I was planning to put towards retirement. Once my work situation is more solid, if I don't end up using this money, I will put it towards what I'd planned to use it for. Summary. Resolution. By the end of 2019, be saving 10% for retirement, be giving 10% to charity, and cash flowing major expenses. Progress. Monthly goal. Donate $100 to charity. Progress. 100 of $100 donated. Save $200 for retirement. Progress, zero of 200 saved. My monthly goal for February is to not buy any coffee and to save $800. So I just wanted to say thank you for listening. Stay warm and bye for now.